Consumer focus on looking for ways to maintain a high quality of health and wellness have led to robust growth of new products now carried by many retailers. In an effort to meet the needs of shoppers while also looking to differentiate from competitors, a growing number of retailers have expanded their assortments of private label products that fall under the health and wellness umbrella. With additional growth expected, what trends should retailers be watching and what steps do they need to take to develop programs that meet the needs of their customers? Welcome to Storebrand Spotlight. I'm Greg Sleeter, Executive Editor of Storebrands. Joining us today is Lourdes Diaz McKagie, CEO of Total Nutrition Technology. Lourdes will share insight on the latest trends in health and wellness and the steps retailers can take to develop successful product lines. Lourdes, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks for having me. Appreciate it's, it. Yeah, it's our pleasure. And, and it's a hot topic, obviously. Um, everybody's trying to stay healthy. Everybody's trying to boost their wellness. And the number of products we see at retail just continue to grow and grow. And private labels having its moment, if you will, uh, within that category. Um, so I'm curious from, I guess, the broad standpoint, when you look at the health and wellness marketplace right now, what are you seeing as some of the bigger trends out there? Wow. I mean, people are increasingly concerned about their health. I mean, leading them to scrutinize like product labels for nutritional information, and they're always looking for those special ingredients. The trends that we're seeing a little bit more and more uh, is uh, a little bit more every year is in making that normal food. You know, the typical regular food is becoming now a superfood. It's like a superhero food. You know, it's like a, what we're seeing as far as trending is it's breathing life into um regular food. So these functional foods is so you will say the food is with like that extra little positive kick. So let's just say, um, you know, let's buy that cereal. But instead of buying that cereal, let's buy the cereal with the extra protein. Or let's go try this orange juice, but let's get the extra boosted vitamin C and different vitamins that are in there. So really just saying like functional foods are just, they're here to stay. And it is just the hot private label where manufacturers are just like out there. They're, they're, they're helping create this for the store brands. They already have these consumer attention. So why not store brands? Why shouldn't these store brands bring it in? You know, why not add a little bit of extra collagen into your creamer? So the trends are influences, the trends are influencing, you know, the purchasing decisions from these store brands. So it's a little bit of, of, of uh, um, you know, comparing the private label with the branded products. I mean, it, one of the things in the, that's trending is, you know, you already have um, the restaurants and the fast food chains are already putting those nutritional information on all of the menus. So the savvy consumer, which we have a lot of, they know what to look for. Like no matter who's branding it, you know, there's a customer loyalty to that brand. Um, so it's not it's not so much in the regular brand that they're looking for. They have that store loyalty. So if the product is good, it adds value, then, you know, a consumer is saying, well, why not try it? They already trust the store that they're shopping in. So they're going to trust what the store name, this brand is on that product. So health and wellness is just in everyone's thought process. Everyone's just thinking, well, how much do I need to eat? How do I get more fiber? How do I maintain great gut health? I mean, how do I live a little longer? So they're just thinking about it all of the time. And, and that's, that's really what it is. I mean, this is what is trending the functional food space. I'm in the manufacturing space and in the manufacturing space, we're seeing that demand, you know, uh, you know, I'm total nutrition technology. So we're, we're creating these food products and supplements that are the supplements are going into these 
these foods and these private labels, um, the private label brands and those grocery store chains. I mean, they're really savvy in uh, knowing what they need. So my R&D department, research and development, they're pretty diligent in inventing, reinventing um, to follow these hot trends. So, so stores are looking for these methods to develop these trends. And um, so they're looking for the right price. They're looking for the right feel. They're looking for, you know, who's who's going to help me uh, create them. So we're here to develop those relationships so we can go back to the store brand and d- develop these products that they need. When we were coming out of the pandemic um, and getting back to some level of normalcy, there was a lot of discussion about consumers and their strong focus on looking for ways to stay healthy. Um, obviously, um, the the pandemic put a lot of focus on illness and sickness. Um, yeah. But is this desire and the desire that we saw immediately after the pandemic still as strong as now? You know, is it still as strong now as it was maybe 18 months ago? It is. I mean, it's pretty strong. I mean, what I see here, I'm, I'm in the space, right? So I'm in TNT. The strength of the consumer focus Uh, you know, on staying healthy coming out of the pandemic was pretty evident, right? But even now, 18 months later, it's still maintained. Now, the cleanliness, I go into stores and um, I I am seeing that, but people are a little bit not as mindful on the cleanliness side as far as washing their hands more. But I am not seeing that decline in the health space, the health and wellness space. I mean, it's right in everyone's forefront. So they're still asking, you know, we're still getting requests for, um, hey, can we add more immunity? Is there, we need more prevention uh, type supplements, you know, antioxidants. We're we're working out more. These pre-workouts are just increasing demand that's you know it's showing that people are really pushing through and uh, they're making it to the gyms so the grocery stores the restaurants even gas stations now they're increasing the amount of like the better for you type option and uh these there there's just a steady increase over the last couple years so yeah the the last 18 months you are still seeing that mainstream demand uh for the rise of the supplements um more information too they keep asking more information consumers are pretty savvy and they're asking for the benefits of adding the right vitamins to your diet um and so we're allowing that to be more accessible to the average consumer Right now, when we talk about the consumers and the different generations within that, I think we focus on on four key groups, baby boomers, Gen X, millennials, and then Gen Z. I'd love to get your thought, and I'll go one by one, on the differences in the generations and what they're looking for from their products. And, and we'll start with the baby boomers. You know, when, when they're shopping, what, are they, what do they want from their products? So baby boomers, you know, they really aren't as, I mean, they're savvy, right? But they're, it's the, the baby boomers are a little slower to accept change. You know, they focus on what they need, what they know, right? I need to focus on my heart, on my joints, on my cognitive growth, you know, it's slow aging supplements, but baby boomers didn't have the education that, you know, the new generation Gen Z has. Gen Xers, what are they looking for? You know, prevention, they're, 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 they're looking for the preventative supplements, you know, a little bit more on um, act, they're active, right? They're using supplements. They're active in using supplements. They ensure that they're, they age well, that they, um, they're enabled to have like active lifestyles. So it's a little bit different than the baby boomer generation. It's a, uh, you know, they're a little bit closer to their fifties and beyond. So, but again, I mean, these fifties, I mean, they're really like in their forties, right? I mean, they the, these supplements are allowing them to live stronger, healthier lives. Um, a generation I think we've talked a lot about um, through my career is millennials. Um, oh, yeah. And they've grown, you know, all of a sudden they went from these uh, very different consumer base to suddenly they're owning homes and having families now and they're just like everybody else. So what, what are they looking for to stay healthy? 
I mean, millennials are, are more so of a, there's an active interest in supplements, of course, but they, they're looking for supplements that support, you know, their overall health, immunity, as well as mental health. Mental health is huge in the millennial space. And uh, they're a little bit more conscious on the brands and, and they, they, they preach more so the overall sustainability for the planet. The, what, what is this product bringing back? You know, how is it getting recycled? What's the sustainability factor? Millennials are more so on the feel, right? How does this make me feel? Um, and so this is, uh, you know, millennials is just a, a whole different topic. I mean, that can be an, its own podcast on its own. And then the, the, the new generation now, Gen Z, which is having a big impact, uh, on seemingly every part of life right now, but what is, what is Gen Z looking for, um, to stay healthy? They're also, I mean, they're, they're still on the latest trends. They're, they're a little bit, they follow more in the millennial footsteps still. Um, but again, you know, mental focus and overall health. I can't tell you, I don't even think I have a brand that we manufacture for that states that, um, that is even not asking for any type of mental health. And a lot of these are the Gen Z's. They're requesting, we need what we want more focus. We want more, you know, these mushrooms that are hot right now, these trending products that are out there and they're just really demanding it. And so we're, we're trying to find ways to make them taste good, look good, feel good, you know, for those millennials and Gen Zers. So we've broken down the generations. I'm, I'm curious from a, from a male-female perspective, um, are there significant differences between the two or are they starting to mesh more together? They're, they're really meshing more together. I mean, there's a range of, of what each need. The individuals may lean toward, you know, the women are a little bit more on the hormonal side and the beauty, um, you know, men are more in the stress, you know, in the wellness, but, um, but they are merging together. I mean, they are all about building, um, you know, uh, muscle building, energy, uh, performance. So it's kind of, it's kind of a blend now, you know, men and women are really demanding. I mean, I can't tell you even just going to get, you know, your nails done. They're, they're looking to get their nails done. They're asking for the same vitamins. So, so it is kind of morphing into each other's demands. So Lourdes, we've seen a lot of, uh, product development activity and private label when it comes to health and wellness. Um, as retailers look to develop new product lines going forward, um, what's important for them to keep top of mind? Oh, goodness. So consumers are savvier than ever. And these customers are reading, they're reviewing the panels, they're looking to be healthier. So they're looking for these ingredients, they're looking for the macronutrients. They're they're questioning themselves and they're saying, well, what am I eating? Um, you know, is this panel going to give me what I need? And they're comparing this panel, this private label panel, to a major branded panel. And uh, they're comparing these products and, and they're really counting on the store to give them something bigger and better. So offering those unique items that bring the shoppers back is really important. Um, by keeping that private label product, product like consistent um, with their brand and quality and price and the look and the feel, you know, the product should really have the same identity as a store. So these stores need to keep in mind is, you know, let's, let's help build that trust and build that uh, partnership with these shoppers, right? They want to connect with them. I think one of the challenges when we talk about wellness and, and staying healthy. Um, you know, I think more consumers, as you mentioned, they're savvy and they're reading ingredients and they're really reading the packaging to find out what's in it or what's not in it. Um, but what would you say to, to the retailers out there as the best way to communicate, you know, the features and the benefits of the products that they're selling, you know, that are making some kind of statement within health and wellness? 
I mean, they really, I mean, retailers just need to pay attention to the attention. Um, I mean, pay attention to the trends. Um, so retailers are looking at having, you know, a standard and, um, you know, let's just say there's a, there's multivitamins, right? Uh, that's not going to be as popular as, you know, these focus, the the focus that there is to more of a specific option. Um, so they really need to target. They need to be more specific in what they're trying to sell. You know, the work, if, if the store brand can work with a great partner, you know, you need a team to help build this. You need a team to help create from research and development and bringing these products right to fruition. And so you need partners that are going to help, right? You know, build that right alongside you. So that's the reason why manufacturers like myself are, um, you know, we, we go after those store brands because we know that we can go right alongside you and we can help create what you're trying to create, what you're trying to sell. Uh, you know, we're, we're trying to get to where um, the consumer feels that they're really getting a bargain. And uh, at the same time, the, the just the best quality that the store can give. Lourdes, you've been in business for 17 years, and I'm curious over that time period, um, what have been some of the more significant changes you've seen when it comes to private label product development? So there have been significant changes and differences in in the format, in the format of the delivery method. So where, you know, even 15 years ago, you're buying a, a case of protein. Um, now you're looking, the consumer is looking for single serves, right? We make these hydration type products, um, for example, let's say, uh, for many different brands. And these hydration sticks, they were simple at first, right? They were just a hydration stick. Well, now we've developed um, these hydration sticks to have protein with them to have a um, several ingredients that's going to help them with focus, um, several that's going to give them the vitamins that, you know, their consumers looking for. So we've increased our capacity in stick pack machines, in pouching machines, all single serve type packaging machines and equipment that cater to the single serve consumer. The consumers, they're, they're willing to pay a little bit more for that extra convenience while understanding that it's mainly, um, you know, they're, they're maintaining that quality, right? And that single serve. So we've added additional resources and assisting and bringing in more of these certifications too. So one of the things in the last 17 years that I've been in business is we're helping these store brands because we're adding value to these certifications that they can place on their labels. Um, so gluten-free, organic. Um, we follow SMETA, which is a social auditing uh, body for the world, enabling businesses to assess like their um their sites and suppliers to understand their working conditions. I think that's the feel good aspect of it. Right. Um, so I think that the consumer really is looking for all of the above. So the store brands are really inviting that. So that's what we're doing. We're, we're consistently reinventing and asking for more of these certifications that we can offer to these store brands. As we look down the road, is there um, one or two things from a consumer trend standpoint that retailers really need to be closely watching, um, you know, when they're looking at developing or expanding um, their health and wellness assortments? Hmm. So if something that are you saying, like, are you asking for the trending, like what their the consumer habits? Sometimes uh, maybe a, a forthcoming new habit, a, a new type of behavior or something that, you know, maybe that's not sort of in the headlines yet, but something that's starting to kind of rumble underneath oh. um, that, that maybe in six months we'll all be talking about. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, honestly, we're starting to talk about it. It's just getting a little bit, um, there's just more demand for it. So the more demand, I have to say, the number one thing that I'm seeing today is this demand for gluten-free. I mean, the, the naturally organic that's kind of been around, the clean label's been around for the last few years. Um, but I continue to see the increase in focusing on how do we well, increase, of course, sustainability that's been around from packaging to ensuring products that are made right from the natural sources, but also the demand for this gluten free. So we're inviting these certifying bodies to come in here and actually give us these certifications so we can produce these products that are gluten free. I mean, there's just so much more. Uh, that is coming out in the world. And, you know, I don't even know if it's the food that we're producing that is creating these demands or is it we're just getting, again, the consumers are getting savvier. They know what they need. They know they demand what they want. Um, and they're they're really just looking for it. They're not going to take anything else. So we have to conform to that. When when you're talking to retailers and, and you've been in business for, for a number of years now, um, is there one best piece of advice that you can offer retailers as they look to develop or expand their product assortments? I would say, you know, it's really trying to be specific in what they're trying to sell. And again, keeping in mind what these trends are. So the best piece of advice is stay with the trends, follow a, a, a well, follow the trends, but you need to work with a great partner that's going to be side by side going along with you and still be able to provide what the consumers are looking for. 